anyone you want. Yep. Okay. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the uh, August 29th meeting of the City Comp Sacramento City Compensation Commission. Um, um, would the Assistant City Clerk call the roll, please? Certainly. Member Bach? Here. Member Quada? Here. Member Chin? Here. Vice Chair Posner? Here. We have a quorum. Um, I'm going to disperse with our regular announcements. We have no members of the public here. Okay. I'd like to welcome Mr. Bach to his first meeting. Um, according to my agenda, we have no consent calendar. That's correct. We have three items on discussion. The first one is to approve a 2017 regular meeting schedule. Correct. And uh, as I understand it, it's proposed that we meet on August 8th, 2017 for our annual meeting. That is our proposal and we'll do as normal. <laughs> that we'll, we'll shoot for that and we'll call for the quorum and if not, we'll work around your schedules. I, w I was just going to suggest that, you know, a year out or 50 weeks out, that sounds like a good date, but if you can check back with us in the we spring. We will absolutely check back with you. It's just our standard practice to approve a, a meeting calendar for everyone to avoid a special uh, meeting. It's more transparent for the public, but we do know that, um, we've, as we've discussed earlier, retired people are excessively busy. Yes. So I will check again to get you all here, but that is our proposal at the time. Thank you. So we have a motion. Oh, yes. Uh, we have a motion to approve and a second. second. You and please call the roll. You want to do a roll call vote or just want to ask all oh. in favor? Uh, all in favor, please say aye. Aye. Any opposed? Uh, I count that as four to zero. So we'll move on to the second item, which is to review and consider adjustments to the compensation of the mayor and city council members. For anyone who would like to open the discussion well I'll chime in and let you know that um, there were no major changes made to the unrepresented resolution um, which is often a tool that you'll use to base your decision going forward on and what we did include for you in the staff report was what the percentages of both the unrep not just both excuse me the unrepresented employees as well as the other unions and then it's your purview to um, obviously have discussion and choose to make an uh, increase, not whatever you'd like to do, and direct staff to go for forward. I would like to have a you know, small discussion, at least some discussion uh, regarding our benchmark cities and their compensation plan. Mm -hmm. We both say we want to just kind of go through it and have some discussion about that. Yes, I, I agree. I Wendy, if we, you can lead the discussion as far as just reviewing the document. Attachment three, I think it is. Mm -hmm. I cannot open it. Mm -hmm. Can't open the attachment, Phoebe. Do you have it and you can send it to me, please? I'm going to go ahead and start while you send that email that to me. So I'll 
much more uh, prepared, Member Chen. Um, as you'll see, we went ahead and contacted all of our um, the, the established member cities. Uh, the one that we weren't able to get, we don't believe there was a change, but we were unable to confirm prior to the meeting was Aurora, Colorado. Um, you're not going to see significant changes. They um, we can included their allowances as you've seen previously. So we have some cities that are receiving allowances, some are not. There were some that had the um, the expense allowance, which is what you rolled in. Right. And then you'll see the differences on the far column. So the largest um, change was in Cincinnati with an increase of $5,000, $5, but we actually had one this time that went down a little bit, which was Long Beach. And yeah, most of the... Yeah, most of the cities had a zero change up or down, which is kind of what we've seen over the last couple of years. The changes predominantly over the last three years are be, be anywhere between one and a half and three percent increase for the members. And then you'll notice on the bottom that we also have included whether they are a full-time or a part-time. I, I looked at the chart and at least for the mayor, um, I wasn't looking at the changes, but rather where we stacked up that we're kind of on the high end of the mayor's salary, that the only city uh, that pays their mayor more than we do is Long Beach. And um, I, I thought San Jose was probably a good benchmark in that it's Northern California. It's, it's a bigger city than we are. I'm not sure. And, and yeah, the cost of living is a lot more. And uh, we pay more than San Jose. So that kind of struck me. I didn't get the same feel for the city council. Um, our members get paid less than both San Jose and Austin, but on the other hand, I noted that both of those cities are at least designated. Their members are designated as full-time, where ours are designated as part-time. Some of our members might take issue with that. Uh, they may officially be considered part-time. I know they put in a lot of very long hours, um, but I, I think f for for both the mayor and the council, it was my impression that we're on the high end, and especially so for the mayor. So at least for me personally, um, I saw that the non-represented city employees got a 2% raise, and I certainly wouldn't myself be comfortable with anything in excess of 2%, and I'm Depending on how everybody else feels, I'm not even sure that I'm prepared to, to give a full 2%. First of all, I personally agree that there shouldn't, you know, there shouldn't be in excess of the 2%. But should we you know, give them an additional compensation, an increase in compensation or not, and how much? I'm, I'm not sure about city council. About uh, city council, are they officially considered part time, or is that just term that's that's around? a good question. Coming into the meeting, I thought that that was in the city charter, but I've been informed that it's not. And maybe Wendy can shed some more light on this. Yes. Do you want me to? Or yeah. Okay. Okay, so, so due to some recent um, research, this is fresh in my mind, and obviously invite Gus and Howard to chime in, that the, um, it is not stated in the city charter that the council members are part-time. It's actually silent on that. What is stated in the city charter is that the mayor, and I think the exact quote, shall devote his or her full-time efforts to this position.
Yeah, the uh, I prepared a memo in 2012 um, to the commission because at that time this question came up, and I'll share it with you. Uh, I'll just give you a summary of it at the time. Nothing spectacular. I just went through the charter and the limited language we have to work with um, and gave a historical perspective of when the commission started. Uh, this question really came up, and the commission at that time interviewed here at this, on, this, on, the, on the dais and the and this, and presentations. The council members came in and testified as to what they did and the hours that they put in, um, the type of work that they did, the duties and obligations that they have, and um, that's how the commission came up with the first number, with the very first commission. So uh, the basic executive summary is that you shouldn't get caught up in the terminology between part-time and full-time. It doesn't restrict you in any way. And it's not mentioned in the charter as to the um, part-time or full-time status of council members. It's implied that they're part-time because uh, Measure S, when it was adopted by the voters, made the mayor full-time. Well, the implication was then that the mayor was part-time, and so was the council. And so the implication is that the council or all the members before Measure S was adopted were part-timers, including the mayor. They made the mayor full-time, so the implication is that the council members remain part-time. But that's not in the charter, and uh, that doesn't limit you in any way. So the long and the short of it is uh, don't get caught up on the terminology from a legal perspective and instead focus on their duties and obligations and compare them to the comparable cities that you're looking at. So that's the legal question, and I'm sure Howard can answer the policy question. Gotcha, Howard. All right, so what I'm hearing from Gus is that it's really that whole interview process was where they established the kind of the workload for the council at the time, and they set compensation accordingly. And maybe what this commission can consider is whether that workload has changed and make adjustments to compensation accordingly. Uh, I, I, that might be the best approach as <coughs> compared to maybe trying to pigeonhole somebody to you know, 20 hours a week, 30 hours a week, or whatever that number is. In my sense of the you know, council members that I'm familiar with, it's more than a full-time job. Overall, do you know if that's a correct assessment or not? Well, I had a discussion a few months ago with one of the members of the council. And it just came up. It's not like he sought me out or I sought him out. Now we know it's a him. Um, and his contention was that because of the way the salary is set, that most of the council members have to consider it a full-time job because they have to have some other source of income to have a, you know, a nice middle-class um, style of living. And he was arguing that, and he wasn't talking about necessarily the commission, although that's the way it would play out, that he thought you would get better governance if the council members could devote their full-time to their duties, and that would only happen if the salary was commensurate with that. Um, I'm certainly not prepared to strike out tonight to move in that direction. I think maybe that's a, a long-term project for us. In fact, I'd 
I'd like to suggest maybe we should think about revisiting this um, prior to our next meeting, August 8th or whenever it turns out to be. But, uh, for, night, for tonight, um, I would propose that we just you know, consider them part-time, look at um, what the comparable cities are doing, look at what we've done or what the city's done for its own employees and act accordingly. Actually, I think I've just talked myself into um, that it, I would propose at least for the council members that, that we go with 2%. Um, I don't know if, uh, you know, if once that's done, I'd have to think through for myself whether, given that the mayor is at the top end of our comparable cities, whether we want to go 2% for the mayor. Well, the council members, <clears throat> looking at this, so their total comp is... 74,000 at this point, excluding the auto and the tech, correct? Am I? Yes, ma'am. Well, actually, cross, that's the total. The, oh, that's a cross. Right. Okay. The, the auto allowance and tech is not part of their um, perzable salary, as we discussed right. last time. Base pay. Uh huh. Maybe um, to so oh, as ahead. so as far as from a budgetary standpoint, the city is not. Well, let me rephrase it. What is the fiscal climate of the city? Well, we, we certainly aren't facing those uh, deficits we faced in years past, where we're uh, limiting positions and the like. So, you know, the the manager looked at the budget overall, and uh, considered that in coming up with the two percent pool for the unrepresented, unrepresented uh, employees. Basically, we can afford a 2% at this point. And I suggest maybe we can, um, just to get this moving, consider the council first and then come back to the question of the mayor. Yes, I would agree with that. Are there, are Don't go through the whole meeting completely. You mean a council member? Council member, yes. There's a there's rules regarding attendance as far as maintaining your position, but you do not receive the the members receive a salary. They don't receive a stipend, so that whether they as long as their absences are within the allowable, then they receive the money regardless of how long they physically sit at the dais during a meeting. Yeah, for example, they're not entitled to overtime. Um, it, the only sanction for not attending would be censure by their colleagues. So there is no Or penalty. an article in the Sacramento Bee, as we saw recently. Which is probably more damning. <laughs> but there is no legal uh, method to sanction their conduct for not attending or appearing. Um, so why don't I uh, formally propose, I'll make a motion that for the city council we entertain a 2% raise. Second. Any discussion? All in favor, aye. 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 Any opposed? Ayes would appear to have it. So now if we can 
speak to the mayor. Anyone have any thoughts on that? Stayed there the full time, I think the meetings would go shorter, would be shorter. <laughs> he knows what the schedule's like. I mean, can you work around it somehow? We do have a new mayor coming on board soon. <laughs> and I've, I've witnessed the new mayor's work ethic, and I don't think that's going to be an issue. Does anyone have a, a number in mind for the mayor? Um, I personally don't see why we wouldn't just go the same 2% that went, we went with the city council. Um, I don't necessarily disagree with that, but then you know Howard's also raised a good point. Is oh, you no, know, Sacramento's compensation, you know, compared to a benchmark city, is a little higher. So, I, I personally am kind of torn in that I don't want the mayor to think we're singling him out, but on the other hand, I, in looking at the numbers, I did see a, a disparity that. The council seemed to be more in line with, with our benchmark cities than the mayor did. Have a thought on that, David? Seems reasonable. Yeah. Unless there's some reasoning behind not going with the two, uh, full 2% for the mayor. These figures for San Jose and other cities. Um, are they updated or this last year or the mm -hmm. reflect the inflation current the current numbers? Yeah well, I guess I would I'm, I'm not uncomfortable with 2% I mean, I don't think it's a big deal either way so. I'm, I think I'm okay with it, but then I'm am, you know a little hesitant, you know regarding your comment too mm -hmm. that I mean San Jose is Someone want to make a motion in that case? I would make a motion to increase the mayor's uh, compensation by two percent. Second. All in favor, say aye. 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 Any opposed? Nice have it. Um, the next item is to review and consider adjustments to the compensation of the city boards and commissions. So we have um, no new boards or any requests for changes of current stipends. So this would be a status quo approval, if that you so chose. I have a question. I have a couple of questions about this, and maybe a suggestion as well. Do we have? Has the city gotten any feedback from other commissions and boards as to, say, for instance, us? <laughs> How come we get nothing and these guys get fifty or hundred dollars, or or those who say that they're not getting enough? I, I realize that you know nobody does this for the money, but actually my second question, which is related to the first, is I'm also assuming that these numbers haven't changed in years, if not decades. Well, I can attest to the the CDD, which is the planning preservation. Those have not changed in a very long time. Um, we're not having difficulty filling positions. 
I will say that unlike many jurisdictions, our boards tend to be very unique in their makeup. Most cities have at-large boards that mean you're a resident and you're interested, we would appoint you. Where many of our boards say animal care has a licensed veterinary technician, the planning commission requires that you have actual planning experience. Um, and I know that that is considered when we go forward with a new board, but to be um, in all honesty, I know it feels like we have a new board because of the new police commission, but that was a retooling of an existing board. We haven't brought forward a new board in quite some time, um, but we are not hearing um, from boards and I would have to double check. I don't know if they're still practicing this, but for several years, almost every member of the boards and again in, the, in community development um, forego their stipends. Um, as a way to help support the city during our worst economic time. As did we. Well, <laughs> a little different. A bit little different. Yes. <laughs> so we have not, but I'm not, and Howard, I'll defer to you if the manager has heard anything about needing no, a change. I, I haven't heard anything. And do we know if our the various uh, compensation levels are on are typical for California cities of our size the only ones I can tell you without doing additional research is the Planning Commission mm -hmm. um, and the utility rate advisory Commission not many cities have one exactly like that but they do kind of examine rates overall those are very commiserate with other jurisdictions because okay. when I was looking at the list it occurred to me that the Planning Commission in particular is probably they've probably got a fairly good workload and yes, they can be subject to some fairly strong pressure and I think that was one that was a hundred dollars I believe it is and we Phoebe correct me if I'm wrong we just made appointments at PMP and had like 10 candidates we do not have a shortage All right. well that answers that question <laughs> <laughs> I think we had 10 candidates for one or two positions yeah so, uh, I think I'm okay with the status quo yeah. So I so move that we maintain this. Is, is there a second? No. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? Hearing none, that passes. Um, we have no members of the public here, um, but we do have an opportunity if there's any comments from the members at this time. Well, I would like to suggest, and I, I don't know what the mechanism would be, but sometime in the next 11 months um, before we're at least presently scheduled to meet again that um, and I, would, I guess I'd look to the city attorney to how we do this legally that maybe we have a subcommittee that meets with city staff to talk about uh, revisiting the issue of whether council members should be considered part-time or full-time can we do that with like a two-person subcommittee you could um, but you're such a small group it seems like you might want to meet together uh, right, but, but if we're together then don't we have to have publicly noticed meetings you would have to do a, a an agendized meeting well I guess that's okay too no, but if you wanted to do less than a quorum two people mm -hmm. you could create a subcommittee just the last time although we weren't doing the recording like we are now but when this was last discussed it was done at a regularly notice meeting is that correct when the members came and spoke and were asked questions correct is that what you're envisioning the members or city staff are you I'm, I thought at least starting with staff um, I hadn't really thought it through it just it occurred to me as we as we're up here um, but personally I, I would like to 
to see us as a body, either two of us or all four of us or three of us, um, spend some time between now and the next meeting gathering some information and seeing if we want to I guess there's nothing in the charter, so it doesn't matter what we call them, but whether we want to pay them as if it's a full-time job or if it's a, a part-time job. Something that you might want to consider is a motion uh, that will be sent to the council um, asking them to, for uh, an appearance or some type of response um, in order to begin that engagement, kind of a, a direction, a formal direction, and basically soliciting Mm -hmm. their involvement in this if that's where you want more uh, information and then they can decide whether they want to come and testify you you know, I have a suggestion uh, maybe as the I guess the chair right vice chair <laughs> yeah, vice chair uh, you sit down with staff and we can talk about what this might look like okay so why don't because I have a couple ideas that might help us yeah. get some material maybe surveys and things right. so maybe I'll and Howard will get the Howards and myself together, um, if it's okay with the, the rest of the body to get an idea of how we could move forward. I will say, um, well, sometimes it might be a little uncomfortable having a conversation here. It is the most transparent way to do it during an open dialogue um, notice meeting. But maybe if the rest of the committee makes a, someone makes a motion that the three of us can meet, we'll go forth with a plan to do that. And I would recommend that we, if this is something that the committee is seriously going to consider, that we do it, you know, prior to the next budget cycle. Correct. Versus waiting. Which translate that into calendar. Uh, we would meet soon, but to have some sort of meeting April at the latest. Oh, okay. Yes. Plenty of time. Ish. Well, I'll, I don't remember the exact words, but I'll make that motion. <laughs> Whatever it is that Wendy so, said. Uh, just so I, for the record, you're making a motion that the three of us will meet and devise a plan to move forward to bring this discussion back to the committee. Yes, that work for you? Yeah, what's the parameters in order to engage the, or get some information related to part-time status versus full-time or duties and obligations? Is there something that you're kind of wanna? Because right now you're saying that there isn't anything like in charter, anything that specifies it's part-time, full-time. It just consider so informally as part-time. Correct. Be an opportunity for you to, I think Gus's words there, to examine their duties and responsibilities so you can formulate a decision on the best compensation. Commensurate with. Yeah, and, I and, think that's, and the workload. Yeah. yeah. I think that would be an accurate um, description as far as what information that we need. Because as I said, you know, based on the council members that I have known in the past, so know now, it seems they put more in, but again, that's my speculation and you know assessment. Mm -hmm. But what about the rest of the city council members, or even the ones that I do know? You know, are they really putting the full time? Is it considered full time? How much, you know, time do they really devote on an ongoing basis, rather than on a specific issue that's come up or anything? But on a kind of a year-round basis. How much time do and, they And it spare? could be that those level responsibility. Those who have full-time jobs elsewhere would like to spend more time and think they could serve more effectively if they had the time. 
Uh, and that's another consideration as well, that if we change the status to full-time, then expectations, I would think, that they would not have another yes, occupation. absolutely. So, and then would there would be an issue regarding, you know, availability of people that would be interested. Those are things we have to think about, yeah. I think the gist of it is what is what are they doing now? I think that's the you know key. And doing whatever they're doing now, do we need them to do more? Well, I'm I still don't know exactly when I moved, but I moved it. Howard, <laughs> <laughs> do you feel good? I feel good with yeah, the direction. I do. Okay. Absolutely. And we would need a second. I'll second it. Um, all in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? None. So that passes. Um, we did the public comments, committee comments, ideas. Uh, anything else that we need to take up prior to whenever it is we're going to meet again, which apparently will be before August? Yes. Um, okay, given that, we are adjourned. <laughs>